Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayuman Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, Lightworkers Unite, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear medicine technologist, there is a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a safe and sacred place where lightworkers connect, grow, and learn, and share our light with the world. Ready? In three, two, one, action. Action. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Manjeet. How good are morning. you, my friend? I'm I am so happy to be with you today. Monday oh, morning, not afternoon. So we're yes. Getting it's our a morning. coffee on. We're drinking coffee. Well, you know what? Even at three, I drink coffee with you. I drink coffee all day. Yeah. Do you? It's no. Bad. I do one cup usually a day. Otherwise, I I I get kind of shaky. You know, and you only do one, not even two. No. Well, sometimes I'll do like a decaf or something in the afternoon, but it doesn't affect my sleep, but I definitely like, I I learned this when I like being a tech starting IVs, I'll have one cup in the morning. And after that, (laughs) I'm like, damn, you can't have shaky hands, (laughs) putting a needle into someone. I know you're scared as shit patients, but I'm going to start your IV (laughs) like this. Yeah, no, I just, it just, it affects me so much, but a lot of my colleagues are are a lot like you, like the nursing staff and a lot of the other techs, they'll, they'll just drink coffee all day. And I, it's a comfort thing. It's such a comfort thing for me. Well, and that, and I do love, love the taste, the smell, the aroma, but it's a comfort thing. Yeah, And I I do do switch to decaf just so that I don't so I can keep drinking it. Oh, you do. Oh, I do. Good. Yeah. I See, also drink a lot of tea. I know. Look at us. What are we talking about? What we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's jump in. What is this show about Miss Manjeet? By the way, it's show number 65. Oh, it should be 69. I was just going to say, damn it. You beat me to it. I I'll set that up. <laughs> I was setting that up. Did you see that? Oh, you see how we are on the same wavelength, sister. Yes. Oh, my God. It's been 69. I know. That would have been perfecto. Well, we were trying this morning to go live um, on our YouTube channel, but we will be instead uploading it uh, afterwards, right? So people can see us talking about 69ing and love and blowjobs. Maybe. I know, because we did actually, you know. (laughs) Me, I, I put a, l- a little bit more makeup on than usual. I curled my hair because we thought we were going live on YouTube and come to find out you have to kind of, uh, I don't know, prepare these things in advance. I, <laughs> you just can't hit a button that says go live now. So yeah, <laughs> we're live. Live and learn. Uh, I, but I was just saying yeah. to you earlier, I tend to wing things. Like sometimes I don't prep and that's not always good. Sometimes it's good to kind of get past the fear. Like, let's just go with it. It'll all work yes. out. Yeah. And then sometimes you actually have to fucking prepare. <laughs> yeah. That, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. You're good for me for that though. I have to say you're really good for me. Cause then you'll like to push me to do it. Like I don't would never do it otherwise. Like, you know, <laughs> so and I, for me, because then you pull it. me back and say, wait, let's think about this first. <laughs> Like, what is actually on the agenda? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, because I just want to show up and talk. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we, 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 I mean, there's some cool, sh- cool shit that comes out for sure, but yeah, this is, this is kind of a fun episode. Cause we were, it is. we've been talking a lot, actually, though. This is kind of a personal episode, really. Don't you think? I mean, yeah, we very, we've very. been talking a lot about our relationships, you know, and, and it is the month of love, right? February today's first day, right? Is the first day of, no, well, tomorrow, it's not yet. Tomorrow, is. tomorrow will be, sorry. What By the, the time they hear this, it, it will, will be. be. <laughs> oh my God. Where yes. am I? What's going on? Are we live? I'm sorry. <laughs> and I still sound like a smoker because I'm still battling bronchitis. So every time I laugh, I sound like a smoker. Sorry, I know. Sorry, all smokers, because I get it. Just, I, it makes me very raspy. Yeah, right. some sexy situation right there. Oh, I love it. What a sexy <clears throat> voice. Um, yes, so, <laughs> and I'm blowing my nose like a motherfucker. So between the two of us, it's going to be a really fun, maybe incoherent uh, podcast. But oh gosh. But yeah, we've been talking a lot at like sharing our thoughts about relationships and, you know, our relationships with our husbands and and our relationships with our friends, you know, and we've been a really, I think, um, I know for me, I'm very grateful because you've been a really powerful sounding board for me to talk about some of that stuff. And so we just thought it'd be really interesting to kind of talk about love and relationships and how, you know, how are we around all of those things? What are some of the challenges and what are maybe some tools? Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, shine in the light on uh, how we love, right? Because yeah. we, again, I know we're all these beautiful light beings, but we're here in this human vessel, having this human experience and, you know, depending on geography and environment and where you were raised, there's so many elements of how we love and how we receive love that I think is important to touch upon and talk about because it's not black and white. It's not just like, you know, yeah, I love you. You love me. And we should be great. It should be all good, but there's so much more to what's going on and, Mm -hmm. and how to, to make the most of that, that beautiful emotion of love and all the categories that fall under love. Right. That's how I feel. It's not just black and white. Yeah. And I think, I think that with this episode too, because we're light workers, we wanted to really talk about you know, the, that love dimension, which is essentially the fifth dimension, um, theoretically, that that is where that is like in the fifth dimension is really that place that a lot of light workers live in, because that's mm-hmm. how we create the most compassionate caring of unconditional support and love for each for each other. And so right. a lot of light workers, they live in this beautiful, profound fifth dimension where it's super high vibe. There's no judgment, right? It is just pure, just pure love and compassion for growth and clarity, you know? So as a light worker, this is kind of where we want to live, right? All the time, if we can. <laughs> if we can. It sounds heavenly. It sounds like bliss when you describe <laughs> it. I'm like, I'm like, ooh, yes, tell me more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. true. That is a place. And I and I, I agree with you that as a light worker, and depending on one level, and we talked about that in one of our episodes of if you're a light seeker, light worker, light warrior, light master. Yeah. Um when when we're doing that work, when we are, especially if you're really doing it as your everyday life as a light worker, you know, maybe not just bringing in your intuition to your career, but I'm meaning like 
if you are a light warrior and that you, you, you work and heal with, you know, help heal people. If you're a healer, if you're an intuitive, if you're a medium, if you're a psychic, if you, all those levels, if you just take it up a notch, when you're serving and working with other people, let's say you're an intuitive um, massage therapist, your hands are touching these clients and you have to be in a space mm-hmm. of no judgment of no comparison, um, no ego. You have, you kind of have to remove all that. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and being in that fifth dimension of pure love and ease and an acceptance, like to me, love and acceptance go hand in hand. So I know that after when I'm in a reading with someone, especially if someone is in grief, I really have to hold myself in that space of pure love. I have to, Otherwise I can't serve them. I can't do any good. I can't connect, but what's interesting (laughs) is that I'll do a reading and it's beautiful. Their loved ones come through angels come through with messages and healing. And then the hour is done. You know, I close, I blow up my candle. I go downstairs to refill my coffee and there's my husband who's working from home. And I immediately go from fifth dimension all the way back down to this plane Yes. And I'm like annoyed because he did something or blah, blah, blah. Like (laughs) what the hell is that about? I I can just drop. So boom. And I think that's also why I wanted to do this episode is to talk about being in that love, using love every day as a light worker and how to apply it to my everyday life as a human. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it is right. right. We and I, I wonder if it too, if it's about balance, you know, because we are doing kind of this really high vibe work that <clears throat> you're kind of pulled out of our 3D bodies a little bit. Like I know I don't remember a lot of the things that I'm saying because at that point you're a vessel, exactly. right, of just pure, honest love from the universe, and that fifth dimension is is really where that that energy gets like transmuted and, 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 you know, clearly brought through, but then, you know, it's almost like when we get back into our, our lives, our 3d lives, it's kind of like, Oh, like I, I know sometimes I just feel so heavy and I, I'm snippy, you know, with the people that I love the most. And I'm like, that's such a cute little way to say it. Snippy. Snip, snip. I mean, yeah. I can be a royal bitch sometimes, yeah. but I always say, <laughs> no, it's so true. And sometimes yeah. I get frustrated. Like, how is it that I can hold space for a stranger, but the people that I love that are near and dear to my heart, I, yeah. I, I don't always, and maybe it's energy. Maybe it is balance where I need to, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe there's a little transition somewhere between my reading and going downstairs and yes. dealing with my husband. I love that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a great, and I, I transition all the time uh, in between readings. I never go up immediately. E- even when I'm doing, when I'm on the floor working in nuclear medicine, uh, when I come home, I've shared this before in other episodes, I'll sit in my car for a couple of minutes and literally like do this with the gear shift saying I'm shifting my gears because I've given so much yes. of my emotional and my physical and my spiritual and energetic self to these patients that I'm just like, I, I, I need to renew my cup here or switch that energy. I love that word that you said transition so that they're getting the best of me too, you know, but it is a very 3d existence. It's dinner. It's fucking, you know, like I got to wipe your ass, my little three-year-old. I got to, you know, like, it's it's like, wow, it brought you right back. 
Yeah. Wait. <laughs> and so and that, it's hard, you know, it really is hard, but I do. I think there is definitely a balance. Um, I do have to say one, one of the things that I've really learned, um, I feel like that really tethers me from the fifth dimension into the third dimension is my heart. It's the heart chakra. It is. Yeah. And so, I mean, at my next intuitive women's circle, it's coming up this week. That is what this is all about. It's, it's like what's called what's love got to do with it, but it's all about this powerful conduit that we have available to us. That is our heart chakra. And, you know, that it really can act like this bridge, you know, between this fifth dimensional living and this 3d body that we're living in. (laughs) And so I just think that's a, and, you know, just breath and honoring this beautiful portal of love and, you know, energy that is actually available to us anytime, you know? So I just wanted to throw that out there that if you're ever really wondering or thinking about how do I get into my 3d body and transition quickly breath, you know, envisioning a beautiful heart chakra expanding in your 3d body, uh, really works for me. So I don't know, just want to throw yeah. that out there. I love that. Yes. Thank you. I love that. Well, the breath work, I mean, breath is kind of our connection. I mean, that is what's causing us to continue to live. I mean, it sends oxygen to our lungs and blood to our heart. So breath is a huge part of uh, living and being alive in this human body. So, and I, and I love breath work with meditation, as you know, do the meditation Mm -hmm. meetups and I have this Mm -hmm. beautiful, beautiful group right now that I love. And we've, and I, I'm channeling angels as we're doing it as well, but it's a lot of breath work, just breathing, Mm -hmm. being mindful. And, and even sometimes just accessing the gap, they call it the sweet spot in between inhale and exhale, Mm -hmm. you know, so maybe, yeah, using more breath work or maybe in the transitions of, you know, your light work and then your home life is to breathe and pay attention Mm -hmm. to your breath and wait for that sweet spot as you inhale that little gap before you exhale. It's the same thing after you exhale at the end, there's a little pause before you inhale. It's just that little gap and just bringing some focus and awareness to your body because we need to be present in our bodies in order to be present in our lives. And so breath work is, it's brilliant, Manjit. Yes. Brings us there. Brings us there. Yeah. Yeah. And it really like, you know, brings us into like this third dimensional being right. That is so sovereign. Like we are so powerful in this human form. And I think breath, you know, bringing in oxygen, O2, right. Elements like we're like, that's, that's the first dimension, you know? Mm -hmm. So connecting ourselves so profoundly to mother earth, grounding ourselves, you know, just feeling like, okay, this is my human existence. (laughs) You know, this is my human life that I really, uh, I really want to live with passion and honor her, you know, in, in this space. So yeah, it is, it's like this transition as a light worker, I think yeah. going from like, uh, like a ping pong ball sometimes, you know, like, Oh my god, come out of an Akashic reading. And I'm just like, I'm not even, I'm not even on this fucking planet. Like I'm in some kind of, I'm on serious planet. Yeah. So, like <laughs> I don't know where I am. And that's really not great for for me, when, when I come back into my family life as a light worker, so I just love that. I love that we're chatting about like the, you know, as a light worker, these are definitely challenges that we have, you know, and 
um, you know, a lot of times I hear light workers get really accused by their family. Like, why are you so nice to everybody else? And you're so, mean Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're such a light worker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you, That's we just true. have to figure out how to balance that shit. Um, yeah. Cause we work so hard at removing ego in our work. And then I feel like in that transition or maybe lack of transition, when we come back to our human experience and our family and our husbands that drive us crazy. And then all of a sudden we realize that, oh my God, ego just showed up, you know, that, that internal mm-hmm. voice that is not kind, that is critical, that could be of someone else. So I, yeah. I, I'd love to maybe talk about um, ways, you know, for us to acknowledge how to do better with our love as a human. Mm-hmm. Is that cool with you? Like getting yeah. into, we, we discussed um, the five languages of love or five yeah. love languages. I always say languages of love, but it's actually love languages. Yes. And, yeah. um, and I'm sure our listeners have heard of this before or the book, excuse me. And um, Gary Chapman, it's a Gary yes. Chapman book. Yes. It's a great book to talk about love. It is. Yeah. It's been around for a long time and, um, and so they even have it for children, which I, we have that as well. I haven't really dove into that. <clears throat> is that the right word? Dove into dove in? Dove? Probably just dive in, dive, dive into it. I haven't dove. Di- but it's past. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I haven't dove in. I mean, yeah, I yeah maybe. Dove in. Dove. I, haven't, I haven't dived in. I haven't done. Anyway. <laughs> Words are important to me. So that came out and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Anyway, <laughs> but it is true. Uh, I think for, for our, my marriage, <clears throat> Johnny and I had to read this book. We had to take the little quiz. You can do this online. I believe nowadays yeah. <clears throat> and find out love what languages language. quiz. That's just yes. Google love language just, quiz. And, and you'll that's all get you need. This. And it's important to kind of acknowledge where you're at and who you are and how it is that you give and how you receive love. So um, let's speak about those love languages. There's five of them. Mm -hmm. Is it all right? Shall I, do you want to listen? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. So I just, no particular order. I just kind of threw them out, but number one, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gift giving, and physical touch. So mm-hmm. those are the languages of love. And so depending on your quiz and the test you take, you'll, you'll find out which category you fall under that of how you prefer to receive love. Now you might have two that are really close where you'll have like a, you know, an A and a B. Um, when I took it years ago, I should probably update it because I'm sure it's changed because <laughs> yeah. we're saying it's probably changed as we evolve yeah. and grow and expand and add children. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, but I was words of affirmation, mm-hmm. um, followed by quality time. Um, how about you? What are you? Um, I'm definitely acts of service. Definitely yeah. Acts of yeah. Service. That's acts good of to service. know for me as your friend too, by the way. Yeah, girl. No, you're good at that. Um, but yeah, I love, um, but I also, <laughs> I've also developed a real love of gifts. Oh, <laughs> yes. I have to say, <laughs> I was never like a big, but I have the best. I have to tell you guys, I'm the best oh fucking friends who give me the best gifts ever. I Isn't just feel like, interesting. How do, uh, so do you think that you exude? Do you think people intuitively know? Like, oh, I feel like, cause I, when we first started, <clears throat> you know, connecting and working together, I found myself in shops going, Ooh, I think Manjeet would like this. And I just started to shower you with gifts. And I thought that's weird. Cause I, 
<laughs> didn't know you that well, but I'm wondering if that was an energy that you exuded or that I picked up on. It's yeah. so interesting, but yeah, yeah let's, no, let's... I've never, like, I've never had that before. I've never like been like a big receiver of gifts. I never really had a lot of gifts, you know, we're a pretty poor immigrant family, you know, I didn't really, it wasn't really a thing, you know? And so I was very, um, I, I just, I was really shocked as, as I progressed into my, into my life, you know, that the, that I, I really love a heartfelt, card or like a gift, you know, that it really, it's like, you really see me, you know? So whenever people say to me, and actually that happened, this happened this Christmas, you'll find this interesting. Um, we had some friends, uh, come by and they said, you're really hard to buy for Mangie. And I thought, I was like, wow, interesting. I disagree. Maybe they don't know me as well. Maybe. Like, yeah. So I just thought that was, yeah. I just thought, cause I, you know, I, I am so like Chelsea, my, one of my beautiful, beautiful, uh, intuitive women. And, and she's at all, all of our beautiful goddess gatherings. And she's just this beautiful soul. She'll pop over and just bring me gifts. You know, I just, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by the, I love them. Like I just, I, I just, and she's such a creative, beautiful person that it, I just, I'm, you know, so yeah, I don't know. Oh, I like yes, I like gifts right. now. So did, so when you took the quiz, that's what came up for you. And <clears> I think you, it was how long I ago think, did you take? Yeah, it? I haven't done the quiz in a long time, but I do feel that it is important to update them. Like you said earlier, I do mm-hmm. think that they do change and morph with our life, Lives you know, and the people around us, and yeah, yeah. like yeah, for example, <clears throat> and I mean like physical touch. I do like physical touch, but I don't, there were times in my life that I, I really didn't want a lot of physical touch or it wasn't like a sexy touch. It was like, right. I need to hold you. Like, I just want to yeah. hold you touch, you know, cause I was, you know, really stressed and busy yeah. and, you know, though that yeah. so it, it kind of change, you know? So what about your husband? What do you, what are his love? Like? Well, that's what so this is about. Yeah. It, it, right. it is each a dynamic in a chat and an understanding. So, um, so yeah, you were saying acts of service and then mm-hmm. gift giving, right? So maybe they're close in there. Um, <clears throat> mine is words of affirmation. And, um, and I find this interesting because I think when people hear words of affirmations, oh, great. So you're the one that like has to be told that you're gorgeous. You're amazing mm-hmm. all the time. And, yeah. and it, it's not that it's not it's words in general. And and because I'm a writer too, I love words and I love expression and I love communication and, and it could be a card. It could be, um, uh, uh, something in the way people speak, it's conversation, it's connection mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. It, words mean connection and communication. So, and then I was followed by really, really close up. There was quality time. <clears throat> and that's yeah. just being together. And even if quality time is watching Netflix together, it's fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. I just love doing, doing things. That's probably why I do gatherings because I love being together and doing something beautiful, awesome, fun, exciting. I, I mean, this is why we threw Christmas parties for, you know, a decade. I love parties, events, gatherings of being together. And, and that to me falls in alignment with words of affirmation because we're all yeah. talking and laughing and connecting with one another. How are you? How have yeah. you been? So um, my husband mm. 
is like you, he's acts of service with quality time as I think his also second. So so that, thank God for that (laughs) because the acts of service at first in the very beginning, man, I was like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. He like, you know, that works. He likes it when um, someone offers to do something for you or shows it's more of an action is what I would say. It's more of doing things to show your love, Mm -hmm. right? So he would clean my car or he would, you know, do the laundry or he would pick me up a coffee, those little things. And Mm -hmm. as we've, isn't that sweet? And uh, like, I love that. That's like my language. Like, exactly. (laughs) Like, if you want to get a blowjob from Angie Russell. Oh my God. <laughs> Which we're going to get into. We'll talk about those things Sorry. because you were saying. Sorry. Yes. You were well, saying. Sorry. Yes. I totally blow jobbed you out. No, no, it's Sorry. fine. <laughs> it's definitely an acts of service. Yes. I love um, it. But I was just saying how, as we've have evolved as a married couple of being together for like, I don't know, I think it's like 27 years now, right? It's a long ass wow. time. Um, His acts of service have become a pain in my ass. <laughs> after a while be like dude like why would I do all this stuff so I have to work my ass off and I could do all these tasks for you when you don't say anything nice to me you know oh, like we yeah. haven't had dinner and a conversation like yes. I want to connect and feel good I don't want to be like passing through the night and then all of a sudden I'm supposed to quote unquote service you you know yeah. so um <laughs> it's definitely it starts to and he says the same thing why would I say anything nice when you don't do anything for me yeah. so it's you know it's this weird give and take of understanding and it isn't so black and white where if you could just tell me you love me and I'm beautiful once in a while then I would probably get you you know I would probably make you breakfast this morning or, you know, those kinds of things, because I'm not feeling engaged or loved or in a connection because that's my language. That's my love language. And so it's hard for him to speak my love language when I'm not speaking his and vice versa. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So those two, yeah, I, it's hard. And of course, a lot of men are physical touch, just FYI. I mean, they do find that it's either it's one, two or three. It's like, it's up there. Yes. I always notice, and I can pick out someone's love language if they're physical touch by even females that are next to me and talking where they're really close, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. they always have their hand on your shoulder or when they tell a joke and yeah. lean and laugh, they're touching you. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or they, I mean, I have some <laughs> girlfriends that'll like walk next to me and, you know, grab my arm. And so it's, it's that's interesting. Totally me. Yeah. Yes. They're totally like, like touch, touch, touch. <laughs> And then there's some women they're like, sorry, I don't hug. Like I'm not yeah. a hug, right? <laughs> but I'll yeah. sit and talk to you all day long, but we don't have to hug, you know? It's, mm. So it's, it's very interesting. And I think simply knowing about these languages will help us even with our children help to provide someone love on their level that they receive it. So if I, Mm -hmm. if if John tried to keep doing acts of service for me, knowing that that's not my language, it may be his, I'm not going to receive it very well. In fact, I'm kind of annoyed. Like, why do you keep doing that? You know, that's how I feel. Yeah, exactly. What's worse is then you, you feel like you're, he's not, he feels bad because you're not seeing him. So Mm -hmm. he's upset because he feels like he's giving, but you're not receiving. I'm not receiving because you don't, that's not your language. So it's like really, I think important to identify 
what is your love like? Like, what are some of your love languages? But then also, what are their love languages? And that's the stretch where you kind of build that bridge and say, oh, I, you really like quality time. Ah, what does that mean? And then have that conversation. Quality time Mm -hmm. means creating a special moment together. You know, it means going for a walk, finding that magical sweet spot for each other, you know? So it's just, it's like trying to understand it, but then also making the compromise. Like I'm, you know, might not want to do that all the time. So what, you know, where do I say, okay, this relationship is really important to me. Right. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stretch myself a little knowing that that will be reciprocated and appreciated. My language exactly. will be a reciprocated and appreciate, and I will appreciate that. So, you know, yes. it's just a you way to, to kind talk of, about it. Yes. yes. And, and kind of, it's true because, uh, like I said, if, if we just take these languages for the names only words of affirmations, um, mm-hmm. acts of service, <laughs> It sounds horrible, you know, if you just, but it's, there's so much more underneath, you know, within this is why, if you read the book, then really dive into what that means, you know? um, So acts of service after time, I became really resentful is a strong word, but I kind of was like, Oh God, I have to really do shit. I have to do these. (laughs) I call them chores. I have to do chores in order to prove my love for you. Can I just Mm -hmm. tell you how handsome and gorgeous you are? And can we like go for a walk and do stuff? But no, he that's and so, but I realize it's not tasks and chores. Mm -hmm. It's the thought of me saying, Hey, I'm going to run to, you know, grab a coffee. Would you like one? You know, just, and then he, he, that that's, that's an act of service. That's showing that I care about him. And I love him. Yeah. And so I, it, I, we struggle with it. I'm just going to be honest. Like I said, after all these yeah. years together, we struggle with trying to find how we can express and connect our love. And then we, we always bring up the language like, ah, oh, I forgot. Yes. Yeah. It's not top of mind. So if you, if you guys are listening out there and you, if you already know all about these, then pay attention or maybe retake the quiz and find out where you're sitting today and have your partner also retake the quiz. I would have your children take the quiz and just kind of get a feel of like, oh my gosh, in our household, we've got two acts of service and we've got three, you know, quality time and blah, blah, blah. I'll just tell you right now, teenagers are gift giving or oh, yeah. slash money, <laughs> money giving. Yeah. Yeah, so, I know. I have but, one, one is an affirmation girl and the other one is probably gifts. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. you know, but you can kind of tell already with your kids, like, I mean, the people around you, like, you know, instinctively, I think intuitively, you can kind of get a sense of like what their language is. Don't you think? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> but it's so important to to be aware, I think, and actually take this in, get to know your partner and this Valentine's day, which is coming up. Oh my gosh. Like in a couple of weeks already, I can't believe we're already in February. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, maybe make that be part of your gift. If you don't already know about the love languages, um, you know, like really dive in and say, Hey, I want to, I want to find out where I'm at and how I give and receive love. And I want to know about, about you. And yeah. see how you can blend and mesh. Now, I have never come across a couple that have the same love language. Have you? Mm. Like, I'd love to speak well, to that if someone I does. Think Will and I both have um, um, acts of service 
together. Like that is definitely where we meet. Wait, he his is, is the same language? Well, also he has his physical touch, but we really are very connected with quality time and acts of service. Those are kind of our big ones. He's um, like, we like to do a lot of the same things. You know, like we're homebodies. We have a really profound love of movies. You know, we love to experiment like with new drinks. And so we have a lot of like shared time um, and a lot of acts of service, but the physical touch definitely, you know, to be totally honest, that has really shifted for me as well. I know that's really important, really is still really important to him and me, but I know when I, you know, was pregnant with the girls, it was one of the most stressful times of my life. Like when I had Mira, um, I was launching my nuclear medicine staffing agency. So I, Mira was born June 28th and I had launched scanners July 1st. And so I had like, it was like, I was giving birth to these two huge things. Exactly. Yes. And so I'm, Sorry, but I was not in a very physical place at all. I'm sorry. After you have a baby, you can't be. (laughs) I know. For fucking six weeks, by the way. (laughs) I know. I know. But I was, I mean, it was a really stressful. I mean, I look back at that time and I was just like, I just was so stressed. And so there were so many, and I was exhausted, you know, and Uh, breastfeeding and just, I, I, I was like, okay, all this physical touch stuff, that's like way at the back of the list. And so that's where I think the relationship, like, you know, we hear a lot of relationships falling apart after babies or after, you know, the, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And I really got to give it up for the relationship. Like, I'm really proud of the fact that I think he really shifted his love language because he knew I was not in a place to do that. So it was really I think it's part of this, like, how do we, and you and I both have some street credit. You've been together with Johnny for fucking 27, almost three decades. I mean, we got some, you know, we got some shit to say. Yeah. Yeah. And Will and I've been together for 25 years now, but so we're a little behind you, but it's not by much. (laughs) There's definitely some, some learning curves happening here about, you know, maybe that physical touch wasn't like I had so much edema because I was on my feet for like 10 hours a day with the girls and I had a lead apron I had to wear to protect the babies from the radiation that I work in in nuclear medicine. And yeah. so my legs were like <clears throat> fucking elephants. I had uh. so much pitted edema. Uh. He would, and he would just rub my legs, you know, to like help really like yeah. bring up some of the swelling. And I just thought that was physical touch you know, but it wasn't, that's acts of service. <laughs> oh, but I think he was still touching me. He was still yes. loving me, you know, and yes, that, but it wasn't, yeah, I love it. Yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't, it was still, for me, it was still intimacy to me. It uh, was still love because yeah, he loved me enough to see my fucking cankles and go, yeah. I can help you with that, you know? Yes, and know. it was very that's intimate for all me. All kinds of stuff after yeah. birth. Right. I mean, oh, if you share babies together, yeah. it's, they have yeah. to, yeah. If they're going to stay with us after all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's so hard. Yeah. It's just really interesting to look back at, you know, some of those things and, and like how, you know, we have to kind of morph and change into like when, when, when people, as we change and grow and learn and experience new things. And even after breast cancer, like for me, my body was not my body. 
I was so disconnected from her, you know, for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I just, I couldn't, the physical stuff with the intimacy, I was just so shamed, like by the way it looked like I looked different and I was gained a bunch of weight. And I just was just, it was just so hard, but yeah. You know, I just really got to give him some kudos for that, that he kind of shifted his, you know, some of his energy to really help me get through that. Right. So that we right. can get to the point where we can succeed on again. That's right, sister. There's- I know we were talking about that. <laughs> That's like, that is show number 69, where we talk about workers <laughs> and sex. Yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, I, I mean, I know I'm going to be 52 this year, but man, I mean, I still, and I, I don't even know if I have family members of John's that listen to this. I'm so sorry, but I still very much enjoy yeah. servicing my husband <laughs> in many ways. Very much so. Uh, and I and I, I have lots of girlfriends who are like, what, excuse me? No, they only get that on their birthdays, yeah. anniversaries, <laughs> and maybe Christmas. And uh, and I was always like, what, really? I mean, some people are like, uh, no, you don't do that after you get married. I mean, that's yeah. you know, in the courtship only. <laughs> I'm a mother. Yeah, I'm like, a mother. Oh, I don't do that yeah. anymore. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, people say that. Yeah, it's so true. And you know what? Hey, no judgment is whatever oh, it yeah. works for you in your marriage. Uh, but I definitely, I, and I guess physical touch is up there because I'm a, I'm a big cuddler. I definitely love intimacy. I, I, I mean, am I saying this on Lightworkers Night? I love sex. I mean, I do. And if you are a close girlfriend of mine and they're all nodding because they make fun of me all the time, but yeah, the, the, I do. I mean, I I always have. There it is. There it is. You can be a worker and like that. I'm so sorry, Rose, if you're listening to this. But yes, just know that your son is in good hands. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, our relation, our marriage relationship, we have that. No matter what, that is that is going great for us. Always has. It's never been an issue, to be honest with you. That's of all the other things in communication and and this and that, and I mean, we have our own issues. That has always stayed very stable. It's very yeah. interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So like, I what mean, do like, you think? Why? <laughs> well, I mean, it's your, both your love languages. I think you both really it value physical touch, right? Those I are, guess so. Or I, know, maybe that's under quality time. Maybe, maybe that's there you go. That. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know. I love it's that. So interesting. So what do you think yeah. is the hardest part of your relationship? Hmm. Well, uh, communication. You just said the easiest part. So <laughs> and the hardest part, yeah, is it communication? The, the hardest part is communication. And again, and we talk about all the time, it's how we communicate and how we perceive what's going on, what the other person says. And yes, mm. even after all these years, you would think that, oh, you mean you don't finish each other's sentences? Um, no, <laughs> no, no, we don't. We, we, we see things differently. I come from a very different perspective and he does. So we always, you know, we try to meet in the middle. I'm, I'm way over here. I'm a little bit more laxed and kind of go with the flow. Like I just said, I like, I like to wing things. I just kind of like, let's just show up and see what happens or let's go here. Let's go there. I like to live a little bit more spontaneously and he's much more structured and analytical. Mm. And, and so, you know, that is good balance, but I think when it comes to raising kids and especially teenage girls, I think he struggles with it. I think I understand them a little bit more. He feels a little misplaced Mm. right now in our marriage and our family life, but that's our biggest 
and that's not a horrible thing. And it's probably very common in a lot of marriages. It's yeah. communication where we have to really make an effort to communicate. I mean, to, um, sorry, connect, like mm-hmm. have dinners once a week where we say, okay, first of all, let's sync our calendars and then put that away. And we're not talking about kids. We're not talking about bills. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about life. Like look into my eyes. How are you? What's going on with you? That kind of, we have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I have to I like, like him for John Corelli, not the dad, not the provider, not the, not even the husband, just like John. I just yeah. need to know John and I need him to know me. So that's, oh, I love that. Yeah. How I about you, that. my friend, you and Will? Um, well, yeah, I think the easy part or the parts that we really, that, you know, I think I honestly, I, I'm just sitting here thinking and listening to you talking. And I think the biggest thing that has really, like we have very, very much in common is humor. I think we laugh. He makes, we, we make each other laugh like every day. And I need that. So important. It is so important. so important. And like, he's just so fucking funny. Like he's so dry and he makes the girls laugh and they have the same sense of humor. And so I see it in them, you know, like the way he, the way his mannerisms and stuff, they do it now. And it's just, I just love that. I think that's been a big saving, um, uh, a big, uh, positive factor in our life is that, you know, we've been through some really dark shit and, um, you know, this mom passing last year and like lots of, lots of, lots of really hard, hard times. Um, but you know, he just always seems to find this, this, this funny balance. And I just really admire that. that. Yeah. I love that a lot. Um, but the hardest part, um, I think in our marriage has been the physical stuff, to be honest, that, you know, I was not in a really good place to just give him that physical honor, that physical need of his, like his, that, that he loves that physical touch and intimacy. And, um, I think that was really hard for, for mm. both of us because women need to feel emotionally connected to men t- to be Correct. physical where yes. men want to have a physical relationship with you to feel emotional. Absolutely. So, right. So we were kind Spot of on. like in a couple of different times in our life and our relationships, it was like this really big disconnect of I'm not feeling emotionally connected. I'm a fucking drained. Like I got nothing. And that's not always great either. Like we talked to, we started the episode that way. Like I'm giving so much into these two little babies and this new company that's, you know, that is my work and my passion. And it was like, he kind of like went to the background, you know, and because he was missing that, right. It was hard for him because, and that's a very common thing. I think with moms who are having children, the husbands start to feel a little misplaced, you know, maybe like where's my role. Um, I'm not breastfeeding. I'm not not always holding the baby. I'm, you know, I'm trying to to connect here, but I miss my wife because I haven't like had her, her, all of her attentions on the baby. It's so you, you, I want to speak to that. Actually, you, you nailed it with the emotional and physical part. And I think that's why I always, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent categorize the words of affirmation as much more emotional Mm -hmm. and acts of service as much more physical. And that's not true. I'm just saying I I took it that way. Sure. Yeah. So when we have date night, 
the whole purpose of our date night is to connect so that I can connect with him emotionally, yes. gaze into my eyes, tell me I look beautiful, tell me I still rock your world, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the night, I will rock yours. And then, you know, he gets the physical. Yeah. So, but, it, but I can't right? do, I can't jump ahead and do the physical yeah. connection before the emotional. So, yeah. You know. And I don't know yeah. if that's true for men and women. That could be true for all partners. Like, where do you fall? Maybe yeah. you want to, maybe you need to have that physical connection before then you can like lay in bed and look in each other's eyes and, you know, give it all up. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's I think it's, spot on. it's really interesting. And well, and, and in the book, they kind of talk about this a little bit more, but that the, you mentioned the words of affirmation a few times. And so I just wanted to, to say a little bit about that. I feel like, yeah. um, like people who really gravitate to coaching love words of affirmation. That is definitely one of their love languages because coaching is a lot of that. And it's not just that coaches are saying things like you're fucking awesome. Although my clients are really fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what we're saying when we say words of affirmation, and I think this is, it's like, why are you awesome? So when you're using words of affirmation, you know, somebody, and this is really, really fucking awesome tip for teenagers as well, or any of your children is being very specific about why they're awesome. Like going deeper into those words of affirmation, like, you know, I honor you so much and appreciate how you are so thoughtful when you give gifts to me. It, it makes me feel seen and heard and understood. That is a word of affirmation, right? Because I'm looking deeper. I'm not just saying you're fucking awesome. I mean, although that's really great too, but going that one step deeper into why mm -hmm. are you saying you're so lovely to me right now? It, it's like all, you know, going just that, just that deeper level. Yes, just why exactly. you are really in love with that person. Yeah. Right. So no, that's you, exactly what I was exactly. Cause words of affirmation, I always say people think it's on the surface of yeah. just saying, oh, you're amazing. You're beautiful. You know, all this. And some people don't like saying that to people or giving them that. And, and I'm saying it's not, it's deeper. It's um, mm -hmm. like you said, it is a huge umbrella for connection. It's just yeah. how, you know, a, a message, uh, yeah. a connection that you're, you're wanting to, to convey to someone. Yeah. And yeah. it can be in, in cards in writing yeah. or just a cute yeah. little text. Like, I, I just feel like that's just the way I receive it. And it's probably, it stems from growing up with my dad. He was a constant talker. Mm. Um, he always said, I love you to all of us. He, he, he provided us with a space to, talk about our feelings. And so mm. I, it just kind of stuck with me now. I haven't taken the test in a long time. So I should probably I take it and see if it's still yeah. it's true, probably, but I don't know. And I, yeah. I but we, so funny. We didn't even touch on the other ones. Um, well, I guess we did. We kind of oh, did. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're the gift giving. And, um, but I, I wanted to say, I'm curious to see where I fall. Like if I was put this in order, like which one mm. is at the bottom. And I think yeah. I'm fine without receiving a gift ever. Like yeah. I'm not a big, I don't need you to give me a gift. Just come hang out with me and let's talk. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. like my biggest love, 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 love. Let's just all get together yeah. and hang out and laugh. 
So yeah, that's definitely uh, you. That's definitely you. Yes. You know, yes. Yeah. don't bring Time. anything, just show up. So it yeah. is interesting. Cause when I look at this, I'm like, Oh, like, how would I put these in order? of myself. And then how could I do that for my loved ones, you know, and, and then being aware, I feel like I should have it up on a board somewhere with all of our names and say here, this is how Dana receives mm-hmm. love and Melina and Amanda, and even my mom. Um, you know, I just think being yeah. aware is, so I think important. when I, if I really think about it, I feel like I'm like, you know, for other people, it's, I'm, it's kind of different for each person a little bit. Like, like with my daughters, I'm, I don't need them to tell me that I'm a great mom every day. What I, what I really want them to do is I I do love them. Yeah. Clean the fucking room. (laughs) Exactly. That's an act of service, right? You know what I mean? Like there are certain things here that I I feel like, and even with my girlfriends, it's quality time, you know, that that a lot of my, my sisterhood at this point in their, our lives, it is, it's time, it's time that is so precious. And when they carve out that time for me, I feel so honored because these are some busy bitches. I mean, you know, we're busy women. And so those are like, but then, you know, I have a girlfriend of mine who just is the best, like, like toucher, like she, like, well, we were at a funeral this weekend and she just oh, sorry. knew exactly when to like put her hand on my back and say, I, you know, I know, I feel you sister, you're really crying right now. Like, and she just knew like how to honor me in that moment of like, oh, my deepest sadness, you know? Uh, so it right. just, it's really, sometimes I think you it, don't need so, words. Mm-hmm. No. So I just think it's a really fun thing to kind of look at, you know, in the moment, even, you know, that yeah. it might, these love languages might change a little. Absolutely. The in so, the moment. I love that. Yeah. Agreed. What else did we want to talk about? I love this. Well, I, I was curious about like what you, why you think your, why do you think some marriages work and some don't like, oh, what do you think it is? Yeah. Like it it really, right. Like, what do you think is kind of the thing? Like some of the things that really make that make a marriage work? Because I think our people in our audience are curious about like, oh my God, that's why our marriage works. Or, oh my goodness, that's why my marriage didn't work. Mm -hmm. Or maybe this is something I'm, I, I see now clear, you know, just curious. Um, That's a, such a great, beautiful question. And it's, and there's obviously not one answer because you're dealing, it depends yeah. on who you are and where you're at and so many factors, right? Circumstances. Yeah. But I think I said this earlier, my biggest thing that I feel comes right next to love side by side is acceptance. Mm. And so we okay. have to accept who the partner that we chose to spend this life with, or, or maybe that we're choosing, or maybe you haven't found that person is not only do we so drastically and viscerally need and yearn for acceptance, we have to in turn do the same for the person in front of us. Mm. So I could sit back like, you know, how come you just don't accept me for who I am and and love me and all of, all of my body. I know my body's changed, but I don't feel like you love me and accept (laughs) me for who I am. All this stuff. But I'm so sometimes so uh, stuck in needing acceptance that I forget that, wait a second, I need to Mm. see you and accept you 
for all that you are showing up here with too. It's Mm. acceptance is number one for me in that. Okay. I accept that life is hard. I accept that your love language is acts of service. I accept all of this and I still love you. And I want you to know that I accept who you are, where you you're at and doing the best you can with the tools you have. I just think that's first and foremost. Um, but you know, like walking in their shoes a little bit too. Yeah. And seeing their, what they see and experiencing what they're experiencing a little bit and just knowing that, okay, you know, I, I really have to understand where my husband's coming and the stress that he has in his life and, and his stress is different than my stress. The things that I worry about is different than what he worries about. And I keep thinking, well, don't you see that I'm doing this? Da, 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 da. And he's going, well, don't you see that I'm doing that? Da, 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 da. And that's where we have to stop and say, okay, this isn't tit for tat. This is it, honoring and accepting all that you are and what you're doing and vice versa. So um, mm. I think stubbornness mm. and pride have to be removed and just be raw and open and communicate. I'm a big, like, we have to, we have to shell it out. We have to mm. lay it on the table. What's going on with you? you know? Yeah. So, um, but that's easier said than done. But if you can start with accepting that person in front of you, that they're on a journey, they're trying the best that they can with the tools Mm -hmm. that they have, because everyone has a different toolbox. Maybe it's just a tool belt. I have a box. (laughs) I don't know if you have a belt. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying. I I just, (laughs) I just think I have to accept that person. So I'll start with that because I could go on and on. There's so many other factors, but Um, but marriages, I think if they get lost in not seeing who each other are and accepting that person and and not wanting them to change, you know, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because, you know, it's, I I think acceptance too, like, it's, it's not just about accepting them. It's about accepting who you are. Right. That's why we're saying where, what are your love languages? Right. Um, I often talk to my clients about this with, um, with respect to relationships and I often use like a Venn diagram. So like, I know that we're on video now. I can actually show you a Venn oh my diagram. God, yes, this is so it. exciting. Oh my I God. Forgetting we're on video. I'm like, well, blah, blah, blah. I know <laughs> I let out like a huge, like sneeze earlier. And I was like, oh, great. This is going to be <laughs> really attractive. <laughs> I'm oh, sure God. I'm grabbing a pen right now and tell me if you can see this. Right. Okay. So, um, I often do this diagram. Because I feel like it's really telling when we talk about relationships. So essentially, I feel like in order to be in a profound and powerful relationship, you have to have your own relationship with yourself. Yes. And that is what coaching is all about. It's about who the fuck am I and what am I really about? So in relationship, say you are this circle, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this is about getting to know who you are. And I think what happens in a lot of relationships is his life gets superimposed onto your life. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you don't know where your life is and you don't know where his life is. These are people who are very lost in the relationship because they don't know who they are. Yeah. They blend. They start. Yeah. Completely. Define themselves by what they need to do for somebody else. You know, this could Mm. be a friendship. This could be even with your mother. This could be with your mate, right? It's like, there's no distinction between you and this person. Basically there are zero boundaries, (laughs) right? Mm. Yeah. So, um, 
the other alternative is this, is this, you're in a relationship with somebody like this looks like boobies. Um, I was just going to say gonna... that they look <laughs> yeah. like boobies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But this is also very present, right? Where there are two individuals that are actually living under the same umbrella, but they're very separate. So yeah. there's, there's really no connection here. So people in this scenario, they feel very disconnected from who they are. Yeah. And what they're up, what, what, who, like they have a relationship with someone, but they, they have no shared life. They have no relationship with each other that they can be connected to. And Mm -hmm. this is a very lonely relationship. Yeah. That's like two people who have different bank accounts. They don't share money. They don't, maybe they don't share beds. Like, right. I mean, there's some marriages that are like that. Yeah. And I think, or they just feel that way emotionally. Yeah. You know, they just feel that way, you know, like unable to feel the emotional connection with their mate in order to feel physical with them. So they feel mm-hmm. alienated from them, right? So you right. know where we're going with this. And you already drew the picture. But right here is what I think is really the success. And what yeah. I call this in the middle is like, so there's two circles for the listeners that aren't seeing this. There are two circles that are superimposed, like a Venn diagram. And right in the middle here, you know, is this like kind of like this triangle or oval that's being created. And I think over time, we've kind of talked about this, the relationship kind of men's gets smaller and bigger, but there's always this, what I call a shared life, Mm -hmm. you know, and what's important is that there's a lot of white space out here and here. This is William. This is me. So we have a shared if, for those that are listening, she's put the two circles to where they overlap just a little bit. Yeah. And in that overlap, she's colored it in. So, yeah, yeah that it's yeah. that it's a, that and that represents the shared life. So that is mm-hmm. like, I love it. My, the, our daughters, you know, that is yes. our finances. Oh. In, in my case, it is the, my, one of my businesses that he helps me with. Like it, it, that is our shared existence. And, and it mm. is our love of time together, watching, you know, movies and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yes. But apart <clears throat> from that, there's a very strong, like I, there's a lot of things that I don't do that William does. You know, he loves to golf. He loves to play poker. Like he he's got a lot of other things that he does that I don't do. And he yeah. does it with his other friends. And, and then there's a lot of stuff that I do like that. He has no real interest in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's my life. That's what makes yeah. me who I am, you know? So I don't know. I feel like if I really unpack it and look at my 25 years with William, our little Venn diagram has kind of gotten smaller and bigger over the course of the years And, you know, but having our own existence, having our own freedom, having our own life yes, together, but, but, you know, empowered within ourselves. So I don't feel jealous when he's out golfing or playing, you know, I don't feel like, oh, you should be spending every minute with me because I don't fucking want to spend every minute with him. I want to sit in my room and like, you know, I want to watch Star Trek. On yeah. myself, maybe <laughs> on a Friday yes. night, <laughs> you know, no, and he might true. not want to. So, uh-huh. um, so not making him feel bad for having his own life and him not making me feel bad for, for what I want to do in my own life, you know, but no. the shared life is the key. 
it is key. It has to be there. It can't, like you said, be separate where I have my own and his own always. And, and it can't be completely blended where you're on top of each other and not having your own individuality and your own experiences separately. Um, yeah. And then therefore you're not responsible. Also, I'm not responsible for John's happiness. Yeah. You know, he's not responsible for mine. We did choose to spend this life together. And like you said, share it, bring these beautiful little girls into it to better and better our lives. Like I, I had children to make my life better. That was my purpose. I I don't live for them. You know, they're Mm -hmm. now I send them off and they have their own journey, but I definitely love the diagram. That was perfect. And it's just so well said. And that's exactly, I think, agree that it makes for a beautiful structure and um, a foundation for a lovely, successful marriage um, or relationship in general. Yeah. Any relationship. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I think part of that circle, you know, just to tie it into the very beginning where we were talking about connecting to that fifth dimension, you know, that's my work. That's my job to say, I am, I really want to live in that higher frequency where I can embrace that love vibration through my heart, you know, through my heart chakra with breath and with power so that I can be in my full power as my own individually sovereign womanhood, (laughs) but also as a mother, but also as a wife, you know, but those don't define me. You know, I just love the shit out of them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah I just exactly it doesn't define us. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. It's really mm. fun. I love this topic. We can oh, go, gosh, on, we and could on, go on and on. Good Lord. <laughs> we, just <laughs> we could, we could go on and on. We could, maybe we do episode 69 and we get into like, <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, wait, that would be hysterical. I know that would be like a, a midnight <laughs> episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. Yes. We want to be I know I, sometimes I I like the fact that we are explicit and that we, um, we're, we are a little rated R even in our light work. I mean, we, you know, I, I, uh, I love that we have to let everyone know that yes, there, there will be F bombs. Yes. We're going to talk about, I can't believe you said blowjobs on this, but yeah, we talk about blowjobs. I mean, whatever we talk about sex, we talk about connection, we talk about people and, real life. And that's, you know, real life is all that stuff. So it's kind of who we are. So I I think at this point, yeah, if you're into season two already, you kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah. If you're you're still with us, you know, we talk about all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. And we, I love love you. This was so much fun to talk about and share our thoughts about it. And I kind of feel like I had like some like love relationship counseling a little. (laughs) Me too. It was great. And hopefully you listeners, if you enjoyed this, please give us a little heart, a little love by sending a like, send us a review, uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And this episode, so not only on Podbean, but it's also going to be on YouTube live, uh, not live, sorry, scratch live. We tried live that didn't work. We're going to upload it so that you can watch us actually talking. And then you can see the beautiful diagrams, uh, that Manjeet had (laughs) that were not explicitly were very clean. Although (laughs) it kind of looked, I mean, it could look like a little 
Well, the oh. boobies and then the little, the oh, maybe a little, maybe little you did. Box. You did make it a little darker too. Now. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're such dorks. All right, I, I love, love you. you so much. Sending so much so love much. to all of our listeners, and um, we didn't even talk about yes. what's upcoming. But you have obviously a circle coming up this oh, week. Yes. Mm-hmm. This will yep. be uploaded on Tuesday. So uh, here's to that. So that is love Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. And then uh, Thursday, uh, there's a 10 a.m. session uh, with some spots still available in the 530 session on Wednesday, February 2nd. And it's uh, yeah. What's love got to do with it. So it's all love really it. about this stuff we're talking about, which is kind of so it. weird. Mayum, that was not part of the plan. But that just was like so weird that happened. Uh, I, yeah. I just think I'm just very divine. Very. I'm not surprised, but it is so cool. And then we have our goddess gathering coming up um, next. uh, Well, in February. So yes, we can. Next week is my um, sacred circle. Oh, yes. Jeez. Um, Oh, my God. We're yeah. February. Yeah. And that one is about mediumship. Actually, it is connecting to loved ones. I'm going to help teach people how they too can connect with their loved ones. We'll talk about mediumship and then I will deliver some messages towards the end is what I'm feeling called to do. But you're right. Our goddess gathering my gosh, is this February 16th. So in just in a couple of weeks. Yep. Which is yeah. about beauty. That one's yes. going to be lovely. Yes. So if any I, of this resonates with you, like with beauty and love, this is her energy. Yeah. Uh, she'll be coming forward with lots of really great insights about how do we, you know, invite that love, you know, that really profound love of ourselves too, you know, so that we can show up powerfully for our Absolutely. which it starts yeah. with us we have to really yeah. truly love ourselves unconditionally in order to love someone else so yes what's love got to do with it i love it i love it oh my i was saying i love All you right. we should probably wrap it up okay <laughs> they're like oh, are they gonna end this show love you so much love so much love to everyone take care everyone we'll talk to you next week okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. we love you 